Welcome back to HBN Filtered Sports Talk. I'm joined by the uh, Stiff Brownie. I'm the Dirtbag, and I uh, wanted to remind um, our fans, hopefully fans out there and people that might not like us, uh, visit our website. It's uh, hbunfilteredsportstalk.com, and uh, check out our merchandise and uh, possible donations if you'd like to support us and you like what we're doing. And um, also to any other HB uh, business out there that wants us uh, to sponsor them and uh, likes our show, uh, give us a call. And uh, we'll give you that number at a later date. <laughs> I've got we're, we're, we're working on that. I, I have a few of the shirts. They're comfy. They yeah. made really well. Yeah, they are. They are. And more, and, uh, more to come. More yeah. to come. Uh, I want to talk about uh, golf right now and uh, recap the um, this uh, past uh, Riviera Genesis Invitational. God, that was a great tournament. Is John Rahm on fire or what? Him at Homa. They're they're lights out. They're playing incredible golf right now. Well, that was I mean, fun to watch. Like I said, I would have picked Homa and I took Cantley, and they're both from this area and they both played the course well. Uh, but John Rahm, man, uh, as soon as he started looking like he was going to derail on uh, ten mm -hmm. after uh, three shot turnaround, uh, Homa owns that hole for some reason. He really loves it, and he that's a tough hole. He got birdie on it. Like, I think he's the all-time leader, like, in making birdies on that hole, which everybody else, like, even though it's a short par four, it's almost like a bogey hole. I've watched countless videos of them going back and forth in the bunkers, like, not being able to get the ball stopped on the green, so. Right, because it's a, you know, it's a crown green, right? Yeah. Okay, and. Uh, it's almost need, you almost need to just grenade toss it. If yeah. You're, if you're playing with me. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So Rom, he he ends up bogeying the hole. Homa ends up burning the hole. It was a three shot turnaround. Wow. He went from being down by two to be, being up by one. So here I'm thinking, oh, Max Homa is gonna go on and win this tournament, you know? And then John Rom sinks like a fifty foot putt for birdie, takes a one shot lead, and like I just knew right then, Rom's got his confidence back. And he and there's no turning back now. He's gonna he's gonna go on to win this, and that's what he did. It's impressive to hear both of their uh, post match or tournament um, uh, interviews. One, uh, Homa, he's just such a class act. Yeah. He, he talked about um, John Rahm's game, and uh, I mean, he just couldn't say enough of great things about it. And then obviously Rahm being the winner, he couldn't say uh, enough about Max's game, and. Um, it was just just two competitors getting it done. Yeah. I mean, just getting it done. It was really fun to watch them battle those last, uh, you know, 11 holes, really. Yeah. The, the the strange thing is, Rom, ever since he joined the PGA, you know, he's been a big name. He's He's been a force. Homa has kind of come out of nowhere, in my in my mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he's been on the tour for a couple of years now, and he, he was just, you know, in the middle of the pack. And then all of a sudden, man, he found his game, and he is—he's—he's he's there. He's sec. He's second in the FedEx Cup standings right now. He's so honest too, and I love that about him as a golfer. Just because I—I I, I golf, I know how incredibly difficult that sport is, um, and how frustrating it is. And you know, I'm sure he would have wanted to win that tournament, yeah, hundred percent. But um, you know, he didn't, and he was—he was very gracious and uh, very classy with his, um, you know, post-tournament interview. It yeah, was, it was really. Um, Really nice to watch, actually. Yeah, he does. He does hold his composure pretty well. I mean, there was a par four where he, you know he totally hooked it, 
um, to the left side and was, you know, behind trees and then hit, hit another tree on his next shot and that left him in the dirt on the left. It just reminded me of my game. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I would have thrown my club, kicked, <laughs> kicked the tires on the golf cart by now. And this guy's just, you know, they zoom in on his face trying to get an emotion. And he's just, you know, yeah. he's just cool, he was, he cool, was, hand, cool hand Luke, yeah. you know, cool hand Homa. Yeah. So um, what did you, how did your feelings about Tiger? You, obviously he made the cut, um, didn't play very well the third day. I, I thought he, his putter really let him down this tournament. I, I, that was my personal opinion. There were too many putts that he had inside eight feet that he usually drains. Too many par putts inside five feet um, that he needed to, to par in order to be in the hunt going into Sunday. And then Sunday, he killed it. He was 400 yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. Um, that, that's got to give you some confidence, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it does. And it, you get you actually played a full tournament. So now he knows, like, hey, this is, how, this is what I've got to be at um, endurance-wise in order to be able to compete with these guys. You know, going back to your third round when he was missing all those putts, you know, I'm... I, I personally was giving Tiger a, uh, like a hall pass on this because, I mean, this guy shattered his, his legs, you know? Yeah. He's lucky to even be walking, let alone playing golf and walking in a tournament. Riviera is tough to walk. Yeah, it's and, very hard. And for him to come back on, on the next day and, and play well, I mean, it, un, unbelievable. I, everybody wants to see Tiger win, man. When he wins the crowd is going to erupt. You know who wants to see him mostly win? Every single other one of those guys on the PGA Tour because not only are they going to make a ton of money, yes. but sponsorships flow in. Um, and you can tell that because this is his tournament. And, they, and they, there were so many big names in the field right. that showed up because it's Tiger Woods' tournament. Tell you what, though, he's up against Father Time. Uh, I know golf uh, is a lot longer than, like, a you know, a... a Baseball player, hockey player, sure. football player, obviously, um, even NBA player. Uh, he's the clock is ticking, man. He's running out of time. Hopefully, he can get healthy enough in the next uh, two or three years because after that, people will be saying, "Okay, it's time for him to shift over to the senior." Because, like Mickelson, and he's not going to want to do that. He's not, no, no, I, I don't. I don't. Him to do I, that. I don't see him playing playing the senior. But tour. I could see him like a Tom Watson that shows up to the Masters every single year until he's sixty. Oh, he'll and, do, and then he'll retires. Do, he'll he'll definitely do that. He'll enter any tournament that will take him, the Open, the U.S. Open, sure. Masters. He'll 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 play in those if, if they um, you know will take him. Um, yeah, I don't see him on the senior tour. The senior tour doesn't pay enough. I I just saw the payout for Bernard Longer, and I'm like. Really, it's not, even, it's not even close to a million dollars. Not even half a million. It's like three hundred and ten thousand, which, which is a lot of money. But when you're a billionaire, I don't think that's enough to go out and walk four days. And well, Phil doesn't even show up. He they they before he was on the live tour, he showed up to a couple of the um, the championship deals, and he waxed the the field by a ton well, because he, he can out drive them by you know sixty yeah, eighty yards. Yeah, so. he's definitely. <laughs> Mickelson, he's a he's a gambler. He gambles all the time. He, there's no way he's gonna play for a purse of three hundred thousand when when the Saudis are just gonna hand over two hundred fifty million up front. Sure, sure. Um, quick question: You are in our last podcast. You had mentioned um, obviously day one had started, but you had mentioned that the three guys you were gonna take um, had you had you bet on um, that tournament 
in particular were uh, Patrick Cantlay. Yes. Homa. Yes. And who was the third one? Hot Hodge. Uh, Hodge. 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 How did they end up? I don't know where Hodge ended up. I think he fell back after a couple of days, but uh, he was there on Sunday. But he Can, just was. Can, just Canley, was Canley finished third, and uh, um, uh, Homa finished second. So, for those people that don't don't know what you can do with gambling on golf, you can gamble not only the outright winner of the tournament, which is massive plus money, but you can take top five finish, top ten finish, top twenty finish. And that's pretty much it. And then you can pick some other stuff about who, who wins on what day and matches and blah, blah, blah. But coming down to that, um, two players in the top five position, that's a nice payday, isn't it? Uh, yeah, if you didn't just take them for an outright win, you win nothing. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Well, I'm just saying, for the for the betting public out there. Yeah. But Jeremy's hey, a great you, handicapper. I'll, I'll tell you what, the, the best part about gambling on golf and picking a golfer, especially if he comes out the first day and he's in it, you have three days with five to six, seven hours of watching. Yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's, it is much longer than a baseball game or a basketball game or a football you're game. It. You're in it. You're, you're in it, and you, you go to bed at night going, my guy's in the lead. I love it. I can't wait. I love it. Well, this weekend we got the Honda Classic. That's in uh, Palm Beach uh, Gardens, Florida. Um, it's kind of a big tournament. However, there's not a lot of big names in it. Um, yeah. A lot of people are taking it off because next week is uh, the Arnold Palmer, all, correct? All the, I would say the top 10 to 15 are taking this week off to rest up for Arnold Palmer's because everybody plays at the Bay Invitational. Yep, it's a very prestigious tournament. So, so who do that, you like? With that, with that being said, the guys that I'm taking, I'm taking. You, you got to look at the favorites, even though the payouts aren't aren't as much and not as sexy as you know putting a hundred to win a, you know, twenty five hundred or five thousand or ten thousand. You got to like I'm the favorite. I, I am. Yeah, That's his last correct. name. Um, correct. I like him. Uh, I'm pretty sure Billy Horschel, it's his home course. Once again, take take guys that this is their home course because they know it. But Billy Horschel is a top player, or he was last year, but he's not playing well. So I would actually stay away from uh, Horschel. Watch him win. They've got the they've got Lowry, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry? Um, That's up a, there. That, Shane Lowry, that would be a great pick. It, it's interesting why he's he would be even in this tournament. You know, he normally plays on the uh, um, uh, European tour, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he has maybe he has a home down in Florida. There was one sure. more. There was one more that I liked, and I can't. I can't got think a couple. Of it. Oh, I like Kucher. Yeah, Kucher. I like, I like Matt Kucher, and the reason I like Matt Kucher is I like when a golfer comes off like the Riviera, playing playing pretty well. And puts up a good score. He's feeling confident, but now he's going into a course that's easier than Riviera, mm -hmm. and he's going against a lesser field. There is no Rom. There is no Homa. There is no Cantley. There is no Shoffley. There is no Scheffler. He, there is no uh, McElroy. So this this is this would be a good spot that pays well. Matt Kuchar is my um, yeah. My, so you're my looking pick. for gold out of like second tier. Superstars, yeah, take, take, take the favorite. But, but, but M is M is take, not a second tier superstar. He's pretty legit. Take take M and take Kucher and Lowry. There you go. There you go. Got those 
get those three picks. Go gonna, go gonna, go I'm out put, and crack. I'm putting them in right now. Go go out watching. there and crack somebody, whoever that is. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else on the golf? Uh, on the golf, I talk about. No, I just can't wait to get to Arnold on the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah, that that'll, that'll be awesome. Hey, real quick, I don't even know if you saw this, but the other day they they were talking about a Tiger and a McElroy are getting together and they're gonna create some virtual golf league. I mean, I haven't even really like looked at it too much, but they've already got eleven top players, including Rom to participate in this thing. Do you know anything about it? I don't. Uh, I don't. All I know is that um, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, part of the reason why they're not going over to the Live Tour uh, to play with all those guys over there is because they own. They have a percentage of ownership in the PGA. Yeah. What that percentage is, I don't know. I'm sure Tiger has a much bigger percentage than Rory does. But that's the whole reason that every single year Tiger gets a bonus of you know fifteen million dollars from the PGAs yeah. because he owns a percentage of, of the business. So I'm sure they're doing it uh, with the PGA, I would assume, um, or PGA backed in some sure. in some regard. Um, but hey, if it's just all stars versus all stars, I would I actually love absolutely love watching match play. It is so fun. It is when they play the, especially like the world. Um, um, is it the WWGC Accentura? World. world um, That's when they do the match play mostly. Yeah. And um, God, it's fun to watch. It's so fun to watch because guys come out of nowhere, and then they're forced to play uh, two rounds a day. Yes. I mean, it, it really tests their limits. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a. Pretty uh, good tournament. I don't know what's going on with my uh, microphone right there, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I I like I like the whole setup with that. It's it's a uh, definitely fun to watch. I'm not sure. I I'll have to do some research on it. I don't know, but anything that Tiger and Rory are part of, I'll watch. Yeah, I want to go back to that Tiger Rory their their relationship with the PJ and why they're not going to live. You know, it's like the it's like the tooth fairy. Um, you know how like you lose a tooth and you put it under the pillow and they leave you money yeah i think every time mcelroy and tiger go out for a round when they get back to their room when they look under their pillow there's a huge ton of cash yeah from the pj saying thank you and let's keep working together well that's why tiger won't play in the senior i mean it'll have to be it'd have to uh, i don't even see him playing in a major at a senior he'll, tour he'll, like he'll so do, beneath him he'll he'll do what jack nicholas did he'll, he'll go around and just start developing golf courses yeah. everywhere yep that's that's what he's gonna do I can't wait to see what some of his golf courses look like. They've got to be incredibly difficult, I would think. Oh, for sure. Because he can hit every shot in the game. Yeah. Which which us as amateurs can't. Yeah. So he's going to be like, you need a high cut over here in order to make this green. And I'm like, well, I don't even I don't even have a cut. I don't know what's a high cut. He'll probably talk to the guy that everybody I got, hates, Bubba Watson. I got a shot I got, shape. I got a low shot shaper. I got a low line drive. If you want one of those, oh, I love those. <laughs> you know, I don't know why Tiger didn't play um, his his whole career just hitting that two iron or three iron. He stings. Stinger, he yeah. stings it right down the middle every time. Yeah. That driver is what gets him in trouble, you know, off the tee. He, he sprays it way too much. He's so good down the middle and can still hit it almost as far. Yeah, he's not hitting it 330, but he's still hitting it 280, 290. I was very impressed this week, this past weekend with his iron play. His, his ability to hit the ball into short spots on the green, and that's, 
that's the thing about Riviera that's so tough. The greens. Yeah. It's not the course. I mean, there's yeah, there's trees and there's there's you know hills and this that and the other bunkers everywhere. But these pros, they put it right down the middle. What makes Riviera tough is the the three degrees to the left or five degrees to the right, and then it's uphill and then it turns over and it's now downhill. I mean the. I watched one putt where I believe it was Tiger direct putted it directly to his left. The hole was dead straight ahead of him, and it curved it. right and went into a trap. No, no well, yeah. That, that oh, okay. Like, I thought that I thought that was what you were talking big, about. Sorry big, to cut you off. This was a big fifteen foot swinger to the right, and it's like, how do you do that? Yeah, I would be looking at it like, okay, I got it there. Unless I had a caddy that says, no, 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 you need to hit this spot right here. Yeah. I'm sure the caddy had to go out in the middle of the night and put that green and make sure yeah. come back and give the info. But they played this this course so many years, so many times. Um, they they know it, and uh, I, I mean a lot of them love this course the way it's set up and everything. Yeah. But uh, well, March second through the fifth, we get the Arnold Invitational. Yes, that's gonna that's gonna be a good tournament. I can't wait. We'll have to definitely address who to bet on that one. Yeah, absolutely. So I can't wait. I'll have a lot of action on that one. Sounds good. All right, we're going to take a break on that one. Talk to you later.